The American opinion on legalizing weed has shifted in the last decade, and Gen Z isn't afraid to tap into the trend. This is good news for the booming weed industry, since Gen Z has three times more eligible consumers than their parents. Today, I'm chatting with Craig Giamona, consumer reporter at Bloomberg News. Craig, thanks for chatting with me. Sure, anytime. So tell me a little bit about your story. What inspired you to write it? So we're doing a series on Generation Z. I'm on the consumer team here at Bloomberg, and basically this is the year globally that Generation Z passes millennials as the biggest consumer cohort. You know, these people are young, they're ages 7 to 22, and we're kind of trying to study how they're different as consumers and what that might mean for the companies we cover. And this story was really about how this generation is poised to be the ultimate cannabis consumers because they're growing up in an era of legalization in Canada, across the U.S., and also kind of changing attitudes about marijuana and alcohol that are pretty interesting and, and have big implications for our companies. And so what did your research and writing process look like, and how did you get so many people in Gen Z to open up to you about their habits? We had a great uh, assist from a reporter named Haley Waller, who uh, interviewed some students at UCLA. You know, that's a big part of this is that marijuana is now legal in 10 states for adult use. That includes California, which is the lar largest legal marijuana market in the world. And, you know, yeah, I think 10 years ago, it probably would have been hard to get people to talk on the record about weed. You know, there's always been people that I think that are out there and proud about their marijuana use, but there's a lot of people that, even if they do use it, aren't comfortable talking about it because it has certain stigmas. But that's kind of what we were trying to get at. And luckily, some UCLA students were willing to talk to us. And can you talk a little bit about why Gen Z seems to be more into weed than alcohol? There's a growing sense that people don't like being hungover. And I mean, I know that sounds silly, but I think that, I mean, A, they have, weed is now an option. That's a big part of this, right? That people in more and more states have access to marijuana. They don't have to buy it in a back alley. They can get it delivered to their house. You know, you can go into a store, look at a menu, buy all these different products. You can buy vape pens and edibles that are way more discreet than lighting up a joint. So that's a big part of it that there's access to it, more and more access seemingly every day. And also, you know, kind of shifting attitudes about alcohol and how toxic it is and how it makes people feel. And, you know, just people like to wake up early and, you know, do yoga and post it on Instagram. And it's like, I think people have a shifting sense of how alcohol really fits into their lifestyle. And so how is technology making it easier for people to buy weed? And how is that being regulated in states where it's not legalized yet? Well, so technology has certainly made it easier to buy weed. In the legal states, there in California, for instance, there's a gigantic delivery market. It seems like more and more people are using There's a service called Ease, which is one of the biggest ones in the Bay Area. There's dozens of delivery services. And just like anything else, you know, we buy shoes online now. We're starting to buy groceries online. It's like people like that convenience of tapping a couple buttons and the product you ordered shows up at your house. And I think with weed, there is an element of, you know, there's the soccer mom who is trading out her Chardonnay for a vape and you know she might not want to walk into a store. She, there's still an element of like, oh, my daughter's kid and you know, my uh, daughter's friend's parents are going to see me, and what are they going to think of me? So I think delivery provides a little bit of discretion in the legal markets. In the illegal markets, I mean, you know, in a place like New York City, marijuana delivery is nothing new. It's been around for years. I mean, you can buy drugs on Instagram if you really want to these days. So technology has certainly made it easier and easier to get your hands on uh, on things like marijuana. And what, what does that look like, buying drugs on Instagram? Well, you know, the, our, the Bloomberg technology team recently did a big podcast about it. It's a big problem. There's all kind of counterfeit opioids on there and, and hard drugs. I mean, it's like people just post stuff and there's certain hashtags and words that you know. 
and you can find it. I mean, I think with marijuana, Instagram's been kind of tough on legal cannabis accounts, I think for this very reason, because they're trying to stamp out sort of illegal drug sales. But it's just, you know, I think with all the legal states and all the medical states that have marijuana now, there's just a lot more weed around than really there ever was, and it's just easier to get your hands on it. And so when do you feel like corporate America came around to kind of vouching for legalizing weed and investing in weed companies? You know, it's still a little bit hit or miss because, I mean, the big thing in the United States is that weed is illegal federally. So the federal government still thinks of marijuana as an illegal substance, just as bad as heroin or cocaine or meth or any of those things. So corporate America sort of on the sidelines to a large degree kind of watching this. We know they're studying it. We know that they're looking at who these people are, like who are the cannabis consumers and can I sell them some of my stuff? So that would be beverage companies, food companies, clothing companies who want to know who these people are because they're a cohort of consumers that up until now really haven't been out there. They've been in the shadows. So they're trying to figure out who they are. And then with food and beverage companies, they're certainly looking at THC and CBD as potential ingredients. You know, I don't think a company like Coca-Cola, which has said it's interested in CBD, they probably don't move until there's some kind of federal change that guarantees that it's legal because all of these regulations are pretty murky at at the moment. Um, then you've got Canada, where the big beer companies, you know, because weed is federally legal in Canada, you're not violating any law to be in participating in that business in Canada. You've seen the beer companies go up there and do partnerships with Canadian marijuana companies because. You know, the beer companies are having a hard time. People are drinking less beer, especially the big brands. And Canada is a safe place to kind of experiment with marijuana for a corporation. So that that's where they've gone to do that. So what's next for the weed industry and what does the future of legalization look like? It's really difficult to handicap the politics in the United States. Um, it's a very thorny political issue. It's become pretty mainstream on the Democratic side of things. The candidates for 2020, a few of them have come out for legalization. You know, at the same time, we saw efforts to legalize kind of hit the skids in New York and New Jersey. There was a lot of optimism in 2019 that either of those states or both massive states on the East Coast would legalize. Neither seemed to be able to do it politically. Both governors said they wanted to, couldn't get the votes. So it's kind of, you know, two steps forward, one step back. As far as when it happens here federally, it's very, very difficult to say. Um, the 2020 election could play into that. I mean, you could see a curveball from President Trump. You never know if he gets involved in the issue. A lot of money is being made. There's a lot of support. You know, I think over 60% of Americans support legalizing. The number for medical is something like 80%. So the politics on this are pretty clear, but in the states that have legalized, it's come from the people. It's been people voting to legalize. I think only Vermont is the state where they, the legislature did this. So politicians are lagging behind the public on this issue, and you know it's hard to say when something will change federally. Great. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. Thank you. Anytime. That's the TikTok for today. Thanks for listening, and if you like listening to us, please head over to iTunes and write a review to let us know what you think. I'm Alexis Benvenisti. You can follow me on Twitter at APBenven, and you can get all of your latest TikTok updates 24-7 on Twitter.